Hello, ladies and gentlemen out there in Radio Land, and welcome once again to Those Muckrakers. This is episode 54. I'm Pat. Uh, and I'm Pete. And this is a very special episode today because it's episode 54. It's our one-year anniversary. We've been doing this for a year now. And for our special, we have for you the uh, the 50th anniversary special, right? We already had episode 50, so go back and listen to that again. You can do that. It's on us. Um, it's great for our 50th, our, our 50th anniversary. <laughs> our our one-year anniversary, like, uh, I get sick and lose my voice. So that's been fun. I, the, um, that's why I made sure to uh, put on a second pot of coffee for uh, this episode, because I figured I might have to fill up a lot of dead space. You know, I ran, a, I ran out of coffee a few weeks ago, and I just never bought more. That sounds horrifying. Why would you do that to yourself? I just switched to tea, and it's been fine. I guess, but I mean, you just quit tobacco about the same time you ran out of coffee, right? Yeah, but off and on. I quit, I started, I quit, I started. It's back and forth. Tobacco or coffee? Tobacco. I guess. How many times have you quit coffee? Uh, once, and it was terrible, because that's because I tried to quit all caffeine, mm, and yeah. that, that was a bad idea. Now I just drink tea, so I get a lot less caffeine, but I don't have those horrible, debilitating headaches. Some they didn't tell me that when you quit caffeine, uh, you also get really, really depressed. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's a major chemical uh, imbalance in your brain because you were dependent on that chemical. You made yourself dependent on it. So anytime the synapses have to rewire to where they don't need something, they uh, yeah. they go fucking crazy. And so you go crazy because your brain's like, ah, what's happening? Like Judge Janine uh, on uh, Fox News. <laughs> hey, yes, really, not that's a, cave. It's a really great segue into people going crazy. So uh, as you know, it's tax season. And oh, I do know. I just got my, what's it called, 1090, 1088? I don't know. Uh, I get a W-2, but you're probably an independent contractor, so. Yeah, that's uh, what I still count as. Um, so, uh, all these, so if you remember, Will, a little while back, the, uh, uh, the GOP and the president passed this uh, tremendous tax bill that was supposed to save Americans millions of dollars in taxes, uh, and it did exactly what we all said it did, in which it screwed the middle class while giving the top 1% a huge tax break. I, and now everybody's more, huh it's actually even worse than people are anticipating and i saw what they were doing when they passed it because the middle class isn't just fucked it how fucked they are is going to roll out over about 10 years with the worst of it coming in about four years after the uh tax cut goes into effect right. that way they're anticipating trump being out of office by then so just as the democrats come in they can be like or mitch mcconnell will be like well look what the democrats did when they took over everyone's hurting now because of the tax code it was so much better under trump yeah, because well, y'all designed it's, it that but, way. But it didn't. But it didn't delay four years. Like, there's a whole bunch of angry Trump it, supporters. Oh, it'll like, it'll right? keep getting worse and worse and worse. They go. There's like it, it's not like all the bad has been held off till then. Oh, it was it was a lot of just like what in the hell, oh, man? Yes, I fucking there be blood. The quote I, jigsaw. There's a whole bunch of like I fucking trusted you and you fucked me on my taxes. Never again. I tell you what. And I'm like, but why did you trust him? We all told you this was gonna happen. Like. And that's yeah. an interesting divide between like him and the peanut farmer we were just talking about last week, who uh, realized that he lost everything because of Trump's uh, tariff policies, right? Because Trump right. wants to go into a trade war with China, which, but by the, the way, taxes... that's ramping up. He's um he dipped the stock market again because he said that his uh, meeting with him in March has been canceled or delayed or something like that. Yeah. So just everything's getting worse all the time, and people well, the are taxes are a little bit different because at a record. The taxes are a little different because you can see that, and that's money straight out of your pocket. Like, yeah, because basically yeah. what they did was they took away a bunch of like middle class and poor people's deductions, mm. uh, which helped them get a bigger tax break when they got their taxes back. So like, um, it boned a lot of people, and it was I've seen both people are like, "You stupid fucks! We told you it was going to happen," and other people going, "Hey, we should be with them, not against them." And they're like, "Fuck them! We told them this would happen, and they still went for it anyway." My thing is, whether these idiots were for the dumb tax cut or not, they couldn't have done anything to stop it, you know? Yeah, I mean, it was too late. Now, if everyone was telling them not to do it, I think they still would have done it anyway. Yeah, there's they nothing they could have done at this point. It's like I, They it's could like have I've... voted better, but like that one guy said, the person you were just quoting, he said, I trusted you and you did this to me. That's he trusted them. He believed in them. He was yeah. wrong to do so, and he should have known better. Now he does know better. 
right? That will well, hopefully not happen again. They say experience is the best teacher, but they also say experience is the teacher of fools. One guy said, uh, there's, there's no education the second time a mule kicks you. Do you know who said that? Uh, I'm going to guess like Jimmy Carter. Mitch McConnell. <laughs> he said that about Trump whenever he shut the government down for the second time and it didn't do anything. And he's like, you're going to reopen this thing and you're going to cut this shit out, okay? I'm a turtle. Um, he's trying to say, don't you ever fucking do this again. And that's why I don't think Trump's going to do it again or McConnell will be so fucking livid. Um, well, remember, he had a, there was a very special time and place in which he was able to do it. Now, if he tried to do it again, I think they would just override him. Yeah, I don't think that... I mean, that's basically what's going to happen at this point. He's going to keep throwing temper tantrums, <coughs> but... And, well, I mean, he, he's continuing to try and throw tantrums by saying, you know, not just, I'll shut the government down if you don't give me my wall. Now he's also saying, I won't do anything if you try to investigate me. Presidential well, harassment. Well, they can't... Uh, remember, he shut it down right when everybody was leaving for Christmas break. That too, yeah. Like... Too many people were gone for him to, or to be able to uh, fight back his um, stupid plan, and then they had to keep going with it because the GOP has to um, follow their marching orders, right up until they realize that this is so insanely stupid that um, it's going to hurt. Well, so them much. Too. I remember so much of politics is about saving face. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's why, if you just bullheadedly say I believed and my record stands and I've always done this, da 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 da. But on the other hand, if you change your mind about something, you go, you're a flip-flopper. And it's like, no, you're not a flip-flopper. You just <coughs> you changed your mind about something. And that's what people should do. Right. People should be able to evolve on it. That's how a lot of politicians uh, spin it is, you know, I've evolved on the issues. I have advanced in my understanding of certain subjects. A lot of Democrats used to be wholeheartedly <coughs> against uh, all gay rights, just like the Republicans still are. So a lot of them are having to answer for their past records where, you know, they voted against uh, LGBT rights and they, you know, said terrible things about them in the past, about that whole community in the past. And What's I mean, funny. I do think that they should have to keep answering for that forever because that was fucked up. And even if they were only doing it because, you know, for political reasons back then, they were still doing it to grab at power. So What's that power needs to be accounted for. So far, there's one politician that's been on the right side of every issue. Um, and it's great that he has, like, the photo album to prove it. And that's Bernie Sanders. I was about to say, is it Bernie Sanders? Like every time, you know, a politician's like, well, I was wrong to talk, to speak out against civil rights. And then like Bernie Sanders is like, let's look at my photo album. Oh, look, there he is marching to Selma. Yep. Or you know what, what I mean? Like gay what? rights. Look, there's Bernie at a gay rights parade. Or like, my favorite one was whenever Hillary said, where were you whenever I was um, fighting for such and such? And he released a photo of him standing like right next to her while she signed the thing. And he's like, I was right beside you. That's the same way that Giuliani was like, where was where was Hillary Clinton on 9-11? And, and it showed her in fucking New York. It showed her like right behind Giuliani, like they're on the yep. same podium. And I'm like, man, y'all don't have fact checkers there. Like, <laughs> I just, I would just hire a staff and be like, hey, is this correct? Where, where were they on this day? Can I say that? Um, I... Speaking of things you cannot say and uh, redemption stories... Uh, have you heard the wonderful uh, Liam Neeson redemption story? Liam, no. What you know the guy here? from the guy from Taken. What happened to Taken? Was is his wife and daughter okay? Yeah, no, nothing happened to him. It's what he did to other people. <laughs> okay, good. Because I would have felt terrible for whoever took them. I've heard that he can, he knows things after a long life of learning how to make people hell for people like that. Well, so what you know, did he like, say? Well, what Trevor Noah said is Trevor Noah goes, apparently, his very particular set of skills doesn't include shutting the fuck up. <laughs> ah, I hadn't heard this. Tell me about <clears> it. Uh, he was on uh, some some stupid... Oh, it was Good Morning America, one of those dumb morning shows. Mm. Uh, and uh, so he's doing a, another revenge film. Right. <laughs> and uh, they're like, well, how do you prepare for that? And uh, he says... Uh, I, uh, I understand revenge. You know, a good friend of mine, about 40 years ago, a good friend of mine was raped, and I said, uh, I said, who did it? And she said, I don't know, but it was a black man. So I walked the streets for like a week. Oh, looking no. For some, looking for some black bastard to kill, somebody to start something with me so I could take his life. 
Um, I actually did see something about that trending, but I thought it was something that like just happened. So then he then he comes back with like, and then his friends were like, uh, "Hey Liam, that's kind of fucked up." And he's like, "So then I went and I, I talked to a priest and I, I did some power walking, and you know I'm very ashamed of it." And so everyone's like, "What the fuck? Um, <laughs> you what now? You were hold on." And so. <laughs> And then that, he goes, but I'm, is, I'm not, I'm not racist. And everyone's like, nope, that's pretty fucking racist. Yeah, like, you that's can't... incredibly racist. Um, so the thing about it was, I'm, uh, you know, everyone's jumping, everyone's jumping on the the bandwagon, and I'm always like, so I said before, like I always worry about my reactions and stuff like this because I'm a white dude, so yes. I don't think that my um, reactions are necessarily like, I don't get the final, I don't get, the, I don't, I don't really get a say in this, right? Because it doesn't affect me like that. Uh, and so I double checked uh, your, my your, opinion. Your role as a uh, a woke white man would be just to support whatever the uh, black opinion on this is, right? Well, it's like, and I hate that I quote Louis C.K. because he's a fucking asshole too. But he has this great quote in one of his comedy specials where he goes, "You don't get to decide if you're an asshole. We do." Yeah. And so I don't get to decide uh, how to take. <laughs> I was looking for a black bastard to kill. Uh, I don't. I don't get to to talk about how we should react to that. That's not my. It's not. I like. I don't get the. Because I'm uh, not. Well, yeah. I mean, j- just this week, uh, Jim Sterling quoted uh, Scott Adams. But before doing so, he's like, "Look, I'm aware that this guy is a fucking lunatic these days, but he did have this great quote once upon a time." So. Uh, you know, yeah, a, a good quote's a good quote. So uh, I wasn't sure about it, and I Although, was like, "Oh God!" I just realized I just said a very Trump thing. Remember whenever Trump was quoting dictators? You know, it, it's better to be a lion for a day than a sheep for your life. And they're like, "Well, why would you say something like that? Don't you know th- who said that? Stalin or Mussolini?" I feel like that's a Gaddafi thing. Gaddafi, yeah, it was one of those. And um, they're like, "You realize you're quoting a dictator, right?" And he's like, "Look, look, I'm just a fan of good quotes, okay." So, you know what? Maybe I will just go ahead and agree with Trump there or admit that, you know what? I'm just fucking wrong, and I don't understand how I'm wrong yet, but I clearly am because well, Trump he's agrees a, with it. Yeah, but he's not a lion. Um, Trump? Yeah, no, not at all. He's a, um, <laughs> he's a what, what do you call those things? Ted Cruz is the same species? Uh, Some kind of, uh, and, and in, is it an, an invertebrate because they don't have a backbone? Yeah, of course. Some kind of cold-blooded invertebrate. Um, blobfish, that's the one. Yeah. But, uh, so Trump, I'm, Trump's I'm reading a blobfish this... that was rolled around in Cheetos dust. So two things on this Liam Neeson deal. Number one, I'm very glad that we're at a place where someone can go, man, you know, I had some racist stuff going on in my life. I grew up in a racist place, you know, and I'm very ashamed of it. But, you know, that's not a thing to be said on Good Morning America. Also, there was no resolution to it. Like, uh, Trevor Noah was like, no, had he said it on Oprah and, like, talked about it, it would have been different and a very important story to, to share. But then to do that on, like, Good Morning America and then be like, and then, okay, so back to the film. Like, no. Like, that needs that's a thing that needs to be addressed. And Trevor Noah brought did, up a point. Did like, he ever find anyone to beat up? Was no, ju- no, he wanted to kill... He wanted to kill a black person, but he didn't find anybody. No, I, I, I figure kill would be like a euphemism. And yeah, of course he didn't find a, a black person. No, he wanted to kill somebody. America. His friend was raped by a black person, and he wanted to. He wanted revenge. Mm. Um, but it's good that he's able, yeah. that people, like, I think it, that is good that you can come out and say something like that and, like, admit it. Because we all, all of us have racist thoughts, especially, that, like, because he grew up in, I can't remember, is he Irish or Scottish? I think he's Irish. Either way, they're both very white. <laughs> they're very white places, and like, they're both they're, they 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 have. There's a lot of racism up there. I mean, he's being a from member the, of the Cleveland Caucasians. <laughs> being from the South, like, uh, I've had like racist thoughts pop into my head at times in my life, and then I I mean I didn't say it aloud on like Good Morning America, but then I'm like, <laughs> man, that's a I'm like that's a fucked up thing to think. Why would that even? I didn't say it out loud on Good Morning America, but you know, give me a chance, put me on the show, and see what yeah. I say. Yeah, my point is, I think I think recognizing that we all, uh, a, we all have the capacity for hatred, and we all have the capacity for racial racial hatred. Uh, I thought you were about to say Rachel hatred. He was on the Rachel Maddow show, and oof, that did not end well. It'd be a great show, the Rachel hatred show. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, so like the point that was it was the problem I had, and I'm glad that I I basically checked in with Trevor Noah to see what to say, but I felt like I was glad to know I was on the same page. It's like this is a good, important story, just not. For fucking, uh, you know, um, morning America, and also this the, the, to, to be. I'm not racist. Yeah, you, you are. You admitted it. We all are. It's what you do with it. You know what I mean? Like, 
you know, like, and it's good that he was ashamed. And like, I like what Trevor Noah said. Trevor Noah goes, it's good that he said it. And it wasn't like someone caught him, you know, like outed him about it. Um, He kind of outed himself unintentionally because I'm sure in his mind, he didn't see it as a racial story. But then afterwards, people told him. I think he just didn't. uh, Yeah, he just didn't think about what the, he didn't think about where he was saying or doing it. Like, Mm -hmm. and then that's the problem. Um, And I think that like, and there was no, and the other thing is there's no, there was no resolution he talked to a priest and power walked like that's oh, Jesus Christ, man. I, um, but yeah, and he keeps, and the problem is he keeps going on shows and making and, and doing other interviews and are making it worse. Like everyone uh, that does, who does something racist instead of just owning it and apologizing, <laughs> like you just keep trying to go on and defend yourself and it gets worse and worse. I, I have a, um, an interesting story here. I just wanted to bring up. Is this when you were out looking for Pokemon and you're like, and someone someone got the shy, someone got the gym and then I was, and it Some... was a black man and I was looking <laughs> for a black bastard to kill. I was looking for a black bastard to kill because he had just evolved the shiny Charmander, which as we all know becomes a black Charizard. I was not gonna let him get away with that. Nah, it's a um, it's actually about Bedminster Bedminster golf courses. They uh, this is the golf courses that are owned by Trump, right? Yeah. So many people, undocumented immigrants, were employed by them that they actually founded an entire town in uh, Costa Rica off the paychecks from Trump. Basically, uh, Trump employed so many illegal immigrants at his golf clubs that they, the people who left working for him, left his employment, were able to form their own town of former Trump employees. Um, well, I mean, I guess at least he's inadvertently helping uh, illegal immigration. I suppose. It would be nicer if he was, like, inadvertently helping it, but, you know, he's you too busy to... complaining about presidential harassment. Oh, yeah. You ready to go further down the racist rabbit hole? Oh, yeah. Let's hear it's, it. It gets even better. Uh, so have you heard the story <laughs> about the Virginia governor? Yes! Oh, my God. There's... Uh, so I much. don't have there's... anything written down about that, but I've been hearing about it all week. Well, there's so much to uh, unpack here. What is his name? It's Northam? Northrum? Uh, Northam sounds right. That's, uh, yeah, Northam. I don't know. His... I'm trying to find his first name here. Anyway, so the governor of Virginia. Um... I think it's like uh, G.W. Northam, Grand Wizard. Oh, Ralph Northam. Ralph, that's the one. That's a very white name, Ralph. <laughs> Hi, guys. I'm Ralph Northam. I'm Go Banana! I'm here, to eat some, I'm here to eat some 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 uh, mayonnaise. I just want um, some mayonnaise sandwiches on white bread. I'm here to eat boiled peanuts and other saga foods. So his 1984 student yearbook hit emerge, which showed. Okay, so this it is showed him at a uh, a medical school, by the way, not high school. A lot of people are saying it was his high school yearbook. It's no, medical. this is med school. Right. So we were just him... saying the other day about those people who were harassing the Native Americans who were willing to let them slide because of their age. They're like 15, 16, so we blame their parents, not them quite yet, right? Yeah. This guy, yeah, this is totally on him because he was 19, 20, 21. There's no way we can say, oh, it's just his um, parents didn't raise him right. He's had opportunities to uh, to figure his shit out by the time this happened. Well... Uh, and uh, a yearbook uh, emerged showing him either wearing blackface or a Ku Klux Klan costume. <laughs> which so my whole thing is... Which sparked the debate, which is worse? Uh, that's a good question. You know what? I don't know. It was... They're both, uh, they're both terrible. I'll give you Tre- Trevor Noah's um, opinion, is that uh, it's better to be the guy in the Ku Klux Klan outfit, because at least that way you're part of a brotherhood. But if you were the guy in blackface, no one wants you at that point. Yeah. Um, so uh, <laughs> it just goes from bad to worse. And my question is, you know that yearbook's out there. Why don't you just, like, find a way to own it, you know? If uh, if anyone's unaware of the story, it was actually a um, an alt-right newspaper that uh, decided to attack him by publishing this. But at the same time, I mean, fair enough, they found real dirt. This wasn't Photoshop. This wasn't anything. He um he admitted immediately yes that's me in this photo in blackface or wait what was he said that 
the newspaper said that, that was him in blackface. He said, yes, that's me in the photo, but he didn't say if he was the guy in blackface or the guy in the Ku Klux Klan outfit because it was a photo of a, a white guy in blackface and a Klanster standing side by side in the yearbook page, which was supposed to be like his um, all of his favorite things is immortalized on this page. This was his yearbook page, and this was a picture of him and a buddy. And I've been, he said, I've been in my t- whenever I've been in he college. saw this, Whenever yeah. he saw this, his uh, his defense of it was, uh, oh, no, upon, or after admitting to it and apologizing, he then walked that back when they asked for his resignation, said, oh, no, that's not actually me, and I just thought it was because I've worn blackface so many times. So yes, that was the other, ones were, that uh, was, yeah, that was the other part, he goes like, oh, no, I've worn blackface before, but that wasn't one, I dressed up like Michael Jackson, he, he, and he had, yeah, he had, like, um, what do you call it, makeup tips for people that want to put shoe polish on their face. So if you want to you get the wet kind, it's like, how many times have you done this? Yeah. Uh, and then, like, there was a weird thing at the press conference where, like, he said, like, I, also, why would you wear blackface to be Michael Jackson? That is the one black celebrity you can dress up as and not have to put on makeup. Uh, back then, he would have been black. In the 80s? It, I'm pretty sure, right? I thought he was, maybe. Either way, uh... But why would you admit to more blackface? So it gets worse than that. So the... You're about to say that when you were in college? <laughs> oh, yeah. I've been in college before, and I lived. In, I went to college in the South. You went to college almost in Alabama. Neither one of us were ever like, man, maybe we should put on blackface. I yeah. No, that uh, that's not something that came up as part of an extracurricular activity. Let's see. You can um, play tennis, or you could play minstrel. Yeah. Uh, so it gets worse than that. So that's that's the the governor of Virginia. Oh, also there was a weird thing at the press conference where like, uh, I guess he was gonna try to play it off, and then someone asked him a question about moonwalking. So then he looked like he was gonna moonwalk, uh, and like he, he said that he would warn um, blackface as part of a Michael Jackson thing, and he said that he actually won the contest uh, for moon, his good moonwalking skills. And a reporter asked him, "Can you still moonwalk?" And his reaction was to look behind him to see if he had enough space to moonwalk. And his wife very quickly said, now's not the appropriate time. He's like, oh, I'm sorry. My wife says, now's not the appropriate time. <laughs> the reporter so, was so close to getting him to moonwalk. Oh, so it gets worse than that. So he's wearing blackface. Um, Justin Fairfax, the lieutenant governor, has been accused of sexual assault. And Tommy Nor- Normant, the Senate majority leader of Virginia, has been revealed as the managing editor of the yearbook. Really? Yeah. Wow. What the fuck is going on in Virginia? Jesus Christ. Y'all didn't all think this might ever come out? Like, you got one people raping people and two other you guys making racist yearbook photos? Like, what in the hell is wrong with you? Also, don't you have people that, like, can get on top of this? I thought, I thought it was like the movies where everybody that ran for an important office had people to find all the dirt for them uh, and then fucking bury it or have a plan when it came out. Yeah, I mean, that's supposed to be what happens. But, I mean... This fucking idiot tries to moon moonwalk. <laughs> fucking... And so everyone's like, leave. And he's like, I'm not gonna leave. Yeah, um, he's, um, he's keep, he keeps saying that uh, he wants to hire, like, people to do, like, an analysis or something like that to prove beyond a shadow of a doubt that that's not him in this photo. But it's like, you've already said that you wore blackface. You, you confessed. We don't need yeah. evidence of whether this is you or not, right? I don't so, know. Why don't, why don't we ask the editor? He apparently is also in the room. Hey, and I mean, even if he evolved on the issues, that's, uh... Like, I don't know, he's, like, lying and changing his story, so at this point, I don't trust him, and I wouldn't trust him if he said he evolved on the issues, you know what I mean? Oh, God, he also admits that one of his nicknames at the Virginia Military Institute was Coon Man, a racist slur, but he could not explain why. Because he dressed in blackface so often. Yeah, buddy, he was probably like a superhero. <laughs> probably because, yeah, he's like a racist superhero. Dun, 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 dun. Like, God, you gotta love it when a, when a politician self-destructs so badly... And they apologize, and they walk it back, and then it's just like, damn, don't you have a PR person? Those fucking kids at the rally, those little racist MAGA hat-wearing kids had better PR than you did. Uh, able to sink his political career faster than a bullet, speeding bullet. It's racist man. Apparently this guy named Dr. William Elwood, who worked on Northrum's yearbook, explained that it was highly improbable the photo was published on the governor's page without him realizing. No shit, Sherlock. He says, in my experience, the most likely thing is he submitted that picture. Yeah, probably. 
Like, but I, it's, I, it's weird because so he's going to leave, so then Fairfax would be governor, but like <laughs> Fairfax uh, apparently uh, sexually assaulted someone um, at the Democratic National Convention. So, oh. like, who gets to be Virginia's new governor? Uh, just like cast lots or something? I don't know. Yeah, Jesus Christ. Uh, I think we the the next person that becomes Virginia's governor, we got to order all their old yearbooks and just flip through them real quick. <laughs> yep. Like, okay, we just got to make sure that whatever we do, this doesn't happen again. Oh wait, but, you did what in the eighties? Oh no, no! Is that Clarence's house? But apparently, the House Speaker, uh, a Republican, would be fourth in line for secession. Uh, oh no! These, these guys all. I, hey, look. I don't like most of the people in the Republican Party, but at the same time, I'd rather have a Republican than a guy who's just like, wait, which time was that I wore blackface? Yeah, I just, it sucks that uh, Democrats always, you know, actually hold them each other accountable, and the Republicans never do, and that's how the Republicans cling to power, is because they just forge on ahead no matter how bad the scandals get, but the Dems play by the rules. Yeah. Uh, but I mean, if we want to keep the moral high ground while not actually having any real power, this is what we got to do. Just get the fuck out, like Jesus. Um, so, uh, you're ready for a, a, a much, a much more. Um, what's the, how, how can I? A more Caucasian uh, uh, news story. A yes. Um, have you heard the news about Jeff Bezos's penis? Yes, yes, I did actually. <laughs> oh man, you know, at first when I heard the story without reading into it, I just went like. He's the richest man in the world. Why doesn't he just buy the newspaper? Because um, the National Enquirer apparently is threatening to release pictures of his penis. Yep. And and go, he... Can he can he just buy the National Enquirer? Are you asking me or? Yeah, can he? Why not? Uh, you yeah, know, he could, and then just like dissolve it. But I mean, they would have to be willing to sell it to him. He can't force them to sell it. And plus, well, he's it's... putting a lot of money in the pockets of someone who uh, is trying to blackmail him. So that's kind well, of defeats the purpose. <clears throat> well, if it's the, a, uh, the... what do you call it? Um, if it's a publicly traded company, you can just buy all the stock, right? Uh, if people sell him the stock. Is it publicly traded? Is the National Enquirer public? I think so. If it is, then yeah, you could just buy up the stock and then sink the value of it. That's what I would do. Just by, he, I mean, it would cost him money, but it would ruin them. So, yeah. That's what I would do. I mean, it would but be it, petty, <clears throat> but yeah, I mean, they're well, thre- if they were threatening to release pictures of my weighing publicly, I'd be like, well, fuck you, then. Well, I didn't realize, uh, so I just thought it was like that, right? Just, ah, it's just them being the National Choir. Uh, but apparently it has to do because oh, he yeah. backs... It's, it's much deeper than that. Yeah. He, uh, what is What paper is it he owns? Washington Post. He owns the Post, which is anti-Trump and... And well, the, it's uh, pro-reality, which naturally means anti-Trump. So the, the what's great is the guy that runs the Enquirer, you're going to love this, his last name is Pecker. Yep. <laughs> um, and he basically was trying to out Bezos for having an affair right before Bezos announced that him and his wife were getting a divorce. It's fucking Bezos. Like, you're not going to win this one, right? Do you think uh, that um, our one listener, Wesley, at this point has pieced together, wait a minute, you're telling me that Pecker has pictures of Peckers? Oh... Well, if you guys don't know, Bezos is the guy that owns Amazon. Fucking yeah. richest man in the world. But the thing is, it's not even like good, uh, it's not even like real good dirt. Apparently it's him in some like tight shorts and like you might be able to see part of his penis poking out. Yeah, so uh, if anyone's not aware, the reason why we know that they had these pictures of him blackmailing them with it is uh, because as soon as they sent him a threatening email, he went public with it immediately. And because he's a billionaire, he can uh, elevate his voice to make sure everyone hears and everyone knows that these people are trying to blackmail me. Fuck them. He, And, you know, people are like, you know what? That's probably embarrassing for you, but at the same time, hell yeah. So now he's a hero in a lot of people's eyes, and everyone's saying, yeah, fuck these people. Because the well, National Enquirer cost him his, uh, his uh, wife. You know that, right? Oh, I thought that he was already going to announce his divorce. Yeah, they, they ruined his marriage by uh, revealing his uh, mistresses. And so, you know, he's already, like, mad at them because they've already been trying to hurt him for a long time now. Well, apparently Pecker's already under investigation for a program in which... Uh... He ran on Trump's behalf, like, buying and, like, killing stories about Trump. 
Yeah, yeah. Um, the the catch and kill policy. They uh they kept the Stormy Daniels story secret. They kept a lot of other stories secret. Because they would they would buy these um different women's stories that are trying to come out against Trump about different things, and then they would you know sentence them or they'd give them gag orders and say don't uh, with NDAs you can't tell anyone about this or we'll sue you for everything. Well, so yeah, the Washington Post was I guess uh, reporting and investigating uh, Pecker's actions. So these idiots decide that they're going to try to blackmail one of the most powerful men in the world. Yeah, good luck with that. Uh, if you don't, like, because that's blackmail, Jack. That's illegal. You're already under investigation, so, like, um, yeah. apparently, uh, let's see, I'm oh, trying wait, to... Uh, there's more! It says, uh, Jeff Bezos posted a lengthy medium screed that contains similar descriptions of his semi-erect penis. Uh, like, I guess that it was a kind of, maybe, oh, we can see part of your dick. Um... But at the same time, oh yeah, he's wearing tight cargo pants or shorts and his semi-erect manhood is penetrating the zipper. Um, so it's not even good blackmail. Like, that's not even like... He's gonna... You've made him the victim. Um, dropping nude photos of people is not the blackmail it used to be. Uh, and yeah, you basically just made an enemy of the richest man in the world and he's gonna probably spend the rest of his life fucking you up. Yeah, and like you're going uh, to be in court forever. You're already under investigation. Now add blackmail to that. And like everyone that heard about the story was on his side too. So the national, in, the national inquirer, uh, they they have no friends left. Like everyone hates them at this point. Yeah. And um, but there is even more to the story. But you knew that, right? Oh, is there? Yeah. This um apparently th- it's possible that they were blackmailing him with that on behalf of Trump. Um, yeah, I mean, because he's Trump, Pecker is Trump's guy. Right, so Trump is also connected to this, so this is just one more thing for the FBI to investigate Trump on. So this whole thing goes back to the president being an asshole and trying to screw over his enemies. And, yeah, so there, there we have it. Trump is a criminal in one more way. Though, you know, we're seeing more investigations come out just recently about his uh, ties to Saudi Arabia. And even though we had been assuming that his ties to russia was like his only uh what do you call it his only compromising agent that might not be it we may have just been missing all the signs that he was compromised by saudi arabia too and he might just be a puppet to them as well yeah you know he's been that investigation has just been started by the house this week yeah he's been really snuggled up to saudi arabia for a long time the united states has in general and I really don't like Saudi Arabia. They're probably the biggest, from what I can understand, destabilizing influence in the Middle East. Um, whereas there was a story that came out of the day that, like, weapons we sold the Saudis, they may have turned around and sold them to uh, ISIS or Al-Qaeda. Yeah, doesn't surprise me. I mean, yeah, the whole place out there is one giant mess, and America's only been making things worse over the years. Well, the whole thing is... Uh, you know, it's kind of like you've got Saudi Arabia kind of against Iran, right? Um, I saw a thing from Iran today that I loved. So do you, do you know the Ayatollah Khomeini? I, I've heard of it, yeah. He's a, you know, radical Ayatollah in Iran, death to America and all that. Mm-hmm. So he, you know, I never thought I would say that I backed the Ayatollah. Um, but like he, uh, he said today, he goes, hey, by the way, guys, uh, when I say death to America... I don't mean, like, the people. I have no problem with the American people. I mean death to uh, Pompeo uh, and Trump and, like, McConnell. And I'm like, right on, man. Fucking party. Yeah, yeah. I, I heard something about that, and I I wasn't sure what to make of it because I didn't have time enough to read into it because I thought it was Pompeo trying to spin everything as saying, oh, no, what they're really saying when they say death to America is death to Trump, so we need to protect. Oh, so they did just come out and say death to Trump. Yeah, they go, that's what it means. And it's probably the same thing as, like, I don't have a problem, like, I feel really bad for Iran. I think Iran could be a decent stabilizing influence um, in the Middle East if we would work with them. Um, or at least it would be a nice foil against the Saudis. But we have fucked Iran up so bad. Um, I think we've talked about this before, but one of the reasons Iran is the way it is is because in the 50s, we caused a coup and overthrew the democratically elected government of Iran. Um, and put, like, a psychotic, uh, you know, like, despot in charge. Right. Um, and so 
Iran would have probably been a peaceful pro-U.S. place had we not caused a coup that ruined their government. Well, that's the the way the cookie crumbles, I guess. So, sorry, yeah. I'm staring at a bag of Oreos right now, so I just have dessert on the mind. That's what we should do for the whole podcast. It just ends when you finally break down and eat the dessert. <laughs> that that was a second pun there, but I couldn't make it quite fit. You know, because we're talking about Saudi Arabia, so I'm like the dessert desert. Yeah. Anyway. Anyway, our, our one listener, Wesley, is still laughing about Pecker at this point, so he probably didn't hear a word I just said. Oh, Wesley, pay attention. He said, he said Pecker Hole. <laughs> Pecker has pictures of Pecker Hole. Um, in, a, in, in a representative Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez news, I uh, um, have she, dropped, too. she dropped the package for the Green New Deal, and um, God, I just, it's like, uh, you know when people talk about their spouse and they go you know every day i love her more than i loved her the day before i that's how i feel about uh ocasio cortez i'm just like god every she's gonna be the next president i hope so even though it's well, gotta not... be like 2028 or something before we can get her well not the next but uh, I, I know what you mean the, the yeah, next great she's... president the next obama yeah, because it's like she's she's dropping this, and so of course everyone's going, oh, we can't afford it. Mm, it's too expensive. I'm like, yeah, you know what's more expensive? You know what's more expensive? It's, it's actually of... it's actually cheaper than what we're currently doing. Yeah, it would be like if you just decided not to go get medication, and you were really sick. And you're like, yeah, it's too expensive. Yeah, well, you know what also is really expensive? Going into the ICU. Yeah, it's like, uh, what do you call it? I saw like a, uh, a meme that was in the newspaper or something the other day of someone who's sick sitting in the dentist office. And, you know, he's sitting there with the uh, cartoon squiggles over his head showing how ill he is. And the doctor's like, hey, remember the other day when you said you were uh, too busy to come in for the flu shot? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that, that's basically it. Um, it's way more expensive for people not to have health care than to just fucking have it. Well, the whole that thing about that the... type of shit just rolls out and gets worse and worse. Well, the whole thing about the Green the New Deal, the Green New Deal is it creates jobs, it stimulates the economy. Um, she's talking about getting us carbon neutral in ten years, which is awesome. That would be amazing, and it might actually help save the world because that fits the timeline of uh, you know do it by here or the world's fucked. Right, um, and it, yeah, it would be an expensive it would be an expensive investment at first, um, but you would see an economic boom like you've never seen before. Uh, because, like, you have all these, like, it would be a massive, like, job starter. And all the you while, know? all the while, Wesley's still going, Oh, I'm nervous, Hush Parker. And I'm like, Wesley, listen, pay, pay attention. This is the stuff you have to listen to. <laughs> what the, what the, how dare you on yours? Okay, yeah. I'm paying attention. What's well, just about the Pecker having pictures of Pecker? No, no, no. Wesley, pay attention. The Green New Deal, okay? Oh, okay, okay, the Green New Deal. Oh, Pecker had a picture of Pecker Peckers. Oh, how many Peckers could Peter Pecker peck? Oh, well, the problem is they're trying okay, to pass we, it. Okay, we lost Wesley. Then we'll have to we'll have to not talk about peckers in the future. They're trying to pass it as a non-binding resolution, uh, which doesn't mean anything, but it also means everything because if you can get people to start talking about it and accepting it, then that is you know. That's big. Yeah. Speaking of people talking about stuff and accepting it, I'm pretty sure no one's going to accept the other thing she dropped this week, which was uh, her argument against PACs, saying that PACs are. Packs and super packs are basically legal bribery. Yeah. Everyone that's been paying attention, which is extraordinarily few people, know what's going on here. Ever since, um, what is it, the the Supreme Court case, uh, what's it called, something versus the people? Uh, anyway, whatever it is, uh, businesses have been people, and money equals speech, so businesses have unlimited funds that they can give to people. They've been having super packs, which gives unlimited money to politicians and because corporations are people damn it i wish i could remember the what the name of that supreme oh, court case Citi was citizens united citizens united that's the one ever since citizens united businesses have been able to give unlimited money to politicians and that's basically what they do it's they use PACs as legal bribery. If uh, not only does the money dry up if you don't vote for certain things, but also we will then spend that money on propaganda to get you booted out, right? So yeah, this yeah. money that could either go in your pocket or go to um, digging up dirt on you and uh, ruining your chances of ever being elected. And that way businesses get to keep pushing the idea that climate change is a Chinese hoax. That way they can uh, squeeze a little bit more money out of the uh, this quarterly income check. 
or this quarterly report and you know kill us by uh 2030 yeah kill us all i mean people got to understand that we're not talking about the future of the world because the world's going to be fine it's humans ability to live on the surface of the world that we're concerned with what i don't what i get annoyed about is everyone going to like it's not really feasible blah 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 well, I mean, or we could all just die. We could just shut off all the power plants and just live as cavemen, but at least we'll be alive. Like, that's yeah. better than fucking us all just dying, right? This whole uh, 10% here, oh, we, we maybe we can, we can reduce carbon emissions by 1% by 2050. It's not enough. Uh, we're, at the, we're at the point, like, we're already not going to be able to come back to where we were before. Um, yeah. But, yeah, like... This thing is great. It's got everything I wanted. It's got high-speed rail to eliminate air travel, um, universal health care, uh, job guarantee, you know? Oh, that sounds wonderful. Is the Green every... New Deal like um, the second Bill of Rights? Kind of, yeah. Uh, it's a loose framework, and it doesn't have guidance, but they're just getting started. But it just, like, uh, anybody that's, oh, we can't do it, I just I want to look at those people and go, you're fucking un-American. That's what you are. God damn it! If we can take a pizza, if you cheese... don't like America, you can go live in Venezuela. <laughs> Fucking if we can put cheese inside the crust, and inside the actual pizza itself, and put cheese on it, you're telling me that as Americans, we can't do this, sir? Then get the fuck out of my country, because I don't want you here. A lot of the people arguing and saying that we can't do it don't know what the fuck they're talking about anyway. They're not the people that are in charge of carbon emissions. They are people that have been told this by big businesses that, you know, they make all the money in the world because politicians only pass bills for them so that they will... ah, let, Let me start over. These businesses use their PACs to spend unlimited money on the politicians that will vote the way that they want them to vote in exchange for unlimited propaganda to say that that carbon is good and we can't reduce carbon by even 1% in a million years. So let's, you know, and it's all just a Chinese hoax anyway, so let's just not do anything it all comes back to the PACs being legal bribery. We have to get fuck. We have to illegalize PACs again. We have to go I back like... to the pre-PAC world so that we can actually let the truth flourish and not corporate <laughs> propaganda, which is going to fucking kill us all. I can't remember if it was the Romans or the Greeks that if you were caught bribing an official, they would take you and throw you off a cliff. Yeah, that's what we should fucking do. Like, uh, what was the super PAC for McConnell? I would like to see them turned over on their shell and just left out in the sun. Um, I'd like to see him staked out on the beach at low tide. <laughs> yeah. Actually, you know what? I take it back. Let's get more creative with it. If you don't believe in global warming, I want to stake you out on a beach for about 10 years uh, so you can slowly watch the ocean rise. And, I mean, at best they'll say, okay, well, maybe, maybe the climate is changing, but that is a natural event that occurs. I mean, uh, oh, <laughs> speaking of natural events that occurs... I meant to bring this up too, talking about fixing carbon and stuff like that. A Trump apparently pledged to end the HIV epidemic by 2030. Cool. You do know that um, Pence's policy calls like an HIV outbreak in his home state, right? Well, Trump also apparently completely dismissed the entire council on like HIV awareness and stuff. Yeah, he also did that. He's doing everything he can to make this shit much, much worse. Um, <laughs> it's just, you gotta admire... Once when... again, he keeps doing the opposite of what he says he will. Don't worry, there's not gonna be any HIV for anyone. Quickly release the rats with the HIV. They'll go and what? bite all the people and give it to them. He doesn't know what words mean. Like, he says our greatest Yeah, he, do- he doesn't know the difference between HIV or HPV. Also, part he... of that joke was that he thinks that rat bites will give people HIV when really it's a blood <laughs> transfusion. But anyway, never mind. He, uh, he said the greatest thing that we've done so far is to abolish the civil rights movement. I heard that. He he. Mi- to be fair, he misspoke, but that was fucking funny. What the fuck did he mean? He was trying to say that that was uh, letting it exist was a good thing, but he said abolish it because he's stupid. <laughs> so he's why didn't he say we're going to abolish HIV? Uh, my favorite thing was I think it was again Trevor Noah that said, "Oops, I, oh sorry, folks, I accidentally was reading next year's script." Okay. Um, you know, we, we abolished it. Isn't that a great thing? Oh, that's next year's script. Oops. Anyway. Yeah. And uh, uh, yeah, H- H- he doesn't know the difference between HIV and HPV. 
and I was reading on the forums uh, recently whenever he was saying socialism is never going to happen in America and people were saying he doesn't know what fucking socialism is he has no clue someone was like well you know I'm not a Trump supporter but are you seriously telling me that the president of the United States doesn't know what socialism is yeah yeah yeah. Well, a lot of people not, don't. Educated been... people. I keep seeing them go, look what happened in Venezuela. You want socialism? I'm like, Jack, Back. it's already here. That road you drove on, the firemen you called, the police. police that you passed on the road here, those are social programs because that's part of a society. That is socialism, dude. Like, that's it. That's what it is. You're living it. Um, right. My whole fucking job as a teacher is provided by socialism. Yeah. I mean, it's just, it's a boogeyman they like to use. But what's happening in Venezuela is communism and a dictatorship. A dictatorship like what Trump wants for America, yeah, by the way. It he was does want Venezuela policies for America because every time he tries to pass something and a judge tells him no, he's like, they shouldn't be able to tell me no. Nobody should be able to get in my well, way. It was the a House tries to... And it was a fucking corrupt, poorly run economy, kind of like ours. Uh, they based all their money on oil wealth, and so when the price of oil went down... It turned the thing into a tailspin, added with all the corruption that was already going on, and it sank the whole country. That's exactly what Trump is doing to us at the speed of light. But also, like I was saying, he wants there to be a dictatorship in America. He doesn't want there to be co-equal branches of government. That's why he said the House better not investigate me, or there'll be no legislation. He doesn't want it to be a co-equal <laughs> branch to him. He wants to have all the power, and for anybody people to just that, do what he says. Anybody that says that socialism sank Venezuela... Just ask them how, and have them explain it, because I guarantee you they can't. Well, you see, what happened here is that they enacted socialism policies, and what they tried to do is give health care to everyone, and so nobody had anything, and then their economy sank. Yeah, that's not how economies work. <laughs> <laughs> so that, any of this that's not uh, That's the actual explanations I've heard. And was it you that linked the... No, it was... I, I linked the thing. It was about the uh, the Duck Dynasty guy trying to explain um, how what we should do instead of have health care for everyone. Oh, uh, what did he say? Phil, what's his name? Phil Phil, Ro um, Phil Robertson. Everybody's Phil Robertson, look, uh, Wesley's look, favorite character. I like I like listening to Phil Robertson because it helps me remember and get inside the mind of the people that are ruining the country. Uh, and I'm never I'm not surprised by anything he said because I've I heard it all before growing up in Georgia. Uh, well, he said that. Um, he was on Fox News talking about uh, socialism and healthcare and all that. And he's like, "You people don't need socialism to have healthcare. We don't need to be buying healthcare for people because we all have an immortal soul. And when we go to heaven, no one will be sick. We all have eternal life. I have eternal life. When I die and go to heaven, I won't need healthcare there." So, so Phil the Robertson's person, Phil Robertson's fucking plan is fucking just die. Yeah, <laughs> I've been having health care for forty years, and look at me, I'm fine. You're a rich. That was dude. another thing he actually said. Yeah, he, fucking, he's rich. Yeah. He doesn't need health care. He can just pay yeah. for it. But you got to think about it too. Like you know, he wasn't always rich, but like that's a real poor fucking kind of like ideas that like. You don't, it's, 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 it goes all back in the social Darwinism. Like, look, if you're strong, you'll make it through this. If you won't, you'll get your reward in heaven. So, you know, <laughs> yeah. it sucks. But like people think that way because you have to find a way to live with it. Like if you don't have health care and you're fucking dirt poor and you got nothing, you, you got to find something to keep getting up in the morning or else you're just going to fucking die. Yeah. That's great, I mean, though. I really, I thought he was going to say, honestly, I thought he was going to say we don't need health care. What we need is people should be able to receive care from their local church. <laughs> no, no, he's just like, don't worry, when you die, you'll be fine. As long as you did right with Jesus, as long as you did right with Jesus, you'll be fine. Uh, Phil Robertson was also the one that said that civil rights got black people all stirred up. You remember they, that? Everyone was fine before the civil rights. That's and what then he they got said. All I don't that's, understand it. That's basically what he said. He said in growing up in Louisiana in like the fifties that he knew black people and it was all fine and they were singing their songs and everybody was happy. Uh, and then the civil rights movement came along, got everybody stirred up. And I was like, yeah, because if they didn't sing their spirituals, they would die. That's It's yeah. how you keep working when you're getting whipped. Is you just have to kind of sing it out. Also, if you didn't act pleasant and polite to a white man, they'd hang you. Yeah, yeah. So, and uh, thus, you don't need health care. 
speaking of uh, the white man and uh, the black man, did you hear about uh, Trump tweeting presidential harassment in all caps and saying, they never did this to Obama, but they are investigating me in every aspect of my life. It is presidential harassment, and I don't know why this is happening. Anyway, uh, first of all, bullshit. They did it to Obama constantly. He was investigated over every last little thing. You just never heard about it because Obama's not a whiny little bitch. He's not going to sit there on Twitter and be like, this is a witch hunt. There's uh, nothing going on here. And uh, Do you understand like how, like, because I love Kean Peel's Obama's anger translator. Because it's just <laughs> like, he's got to sit there as president, as a constitutional scholar, and like just a, a man above men and like has to listen to this shit constantly day after day like and just he goes out there every day and he keeps his dignity and he acts like a leader like man I don't have that in me to uh you mean to hear what he endured during his presidency or after his presidency I mean, during, because I'm telling you, man, my State of the Union would have been like, the State of the Union is strong. Uh, Mitch McConnell, you can go fuck yourself. You know, <laughs> uh, I think that we need to come together, except for Mitch McConnell, uh, who I think we should stake out on top of an anthill. And uh, America, I'm with you. You know, like, I would have just peppered it in with, like, also, uh, Paul Ryan, uh, you can go die at any point. Uh, we won't be sad, but I will be at the funeral. Uh, fuck you. Like, I would just, uh, just constantly, like, I don't know how you just go out there and not tell everybody that, like, I hope you get fucking rickets. And, uh, Speaker Boehner, you can, uh, die anytime, and you will not be mourned. Okay? All right. Yeah, uh, and also the reason they never subpoenaed uh, Obama's tax returns is because he released them. Oh, but by the way, speaking of tax returns, they have finally started the process to force Trump to release his taxes. Oh, we're going to get them, boys. We're going to get them. We're going to get them. I'm so we excited. Yeah. Oh, there's my Jeff Bezos news. I finally pulled up the document. Yeah, here it is, Bezos news. Uh, State of the Union, naturally Trump didn't say one word about the 800,000 American families, meaning millions of Americans, that he hurt with his temper tantrum. Not one word towards them, but Stacey Abrams did in the Democratic response. She, I think she's going to be, uh, she, like, she may have lost her governorship, but I feel like Abrams is being set up. She's going to become, like, a fucking congressman or a senator. I hope she becomes president. Me too, but I don't think she will because she has, and here's, and I'm not saying that I, God, I'm going to, I'm already starting to sell like Liam Neeson. Listen, I'm not racist. I just have a very particular set of skills. So here's the reason I don't think Abrams will become president. You know why? Why is that? She's a woman. She's black. And she's not like Tyra Banks attractive, right? And like she's not a she's not a traditional form of beauty, is how some people put it. Right, and I think that just on those bases, I because, and this is what sucks about America. I think she'd have too much. I think she'd have too much going against her. I think she'd probably make a pretty good president. I think she'd but, make an amazing president. But yeah. I don't think I don't think America would vote for a black female president, um, especially one that looks like Stacey Abrams. Um, and like I said, I'm not saying that I, I think her looks matter and she's a great person. I just know how people are and I'm from Georgia and I've seen how they talk. Yeah. Um, and it's fucking, it's a shame. It's like, I saw this fucking, I saw this image the other day. It pissed me off. Um, it was uh, a Hillary dressed as a witch in like the sky in the background cackling and it's Trump running through, uh, I guess he's, it's like, I guess it was in New York, like near the, the, um, Fucking, uh, Is this a Ben Garrison uh, portrait, or it might have like been a, a shitty meme someone put together. He, he was running from the Statue of Liberty through some water, and he had two babies under his arms. And I guess it was about the new abortion bill that New York passed. And I'm like, number one, uh, I and I talked about this today. I don't know why women are attacked on their looks constantly when most of our male, uh, fucking. Um, most most of the males males in government look like they they all look like old cheese. Yeah. Like that guy that guy was his name Chuck is it Chuck Grassley or Gasly? Uh, Grassley. Yeah, I pulled out some cream cheese the other day that looked like him. <laughs> also, Trump can't run with two babies? Are you kidding me? The motherfucker needs a golf cart to get up the hill. Yeah, yeah, he can't run at all ever. First of all, bone spurs. Secondly, uh he's a He's a lazy sack of shit. 
but we're still we're still stuck in this world where women are, are judged very very harshly on their standard of appearance and for some reason men aren't judged on that which it offends me on an equality level but it also fucking offends me on a level of i like making fun of people and i like making fun of the way they look it offends me on a level of well i want to know if i'm attractive will anyone tell me no because men aren't judged on their looks so i just don't know fine okay then. i don't know how you can judge anyone when our president has a fucking vagina neck yeah <laughs> like come on dude like you motherfuckers look like some old shit i pulled out of the fridge and you're gonna talk about like hillary looks like a witch get the fuck out of here so, but yeah, I'd uh, I'd love to see I'd love to see Abrams run. Trump, yeah. Speaking of Trump being unable to run, uh, did you hear about the uh, his schedule getting leaked this week? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Unstructured executive time. Yeah, I saw I saw I saw Trump's unstructured executive time, and I'm like, I mean, we all kind of knew it, right? Yeah, I mean, we were told that he um, he doesn't check in most days until like 11 a.m. and then he checks out early to go sit in bed and watch Fox News and tweet with his cheeseburger. He never goes to bed with his wife, by the way. His uh, wife is basically her own person. She's a she's a trophy wife that hates him. We have videos of him trying to hold her hand in public and her slapping it away. She hates him. But uh, anyway, so. Trump goes to bed by himself with his cheeseburger and Sean Hannity and Fox and Friends, and he tweets about it. And that's what executive time is. Like we well, know, based on other reports, <clears throat> what executive time is is tweeting in Fox News. It reminds me a lot of when I used to have to go to my uh, my granny's Trump, house. But, but his new we, leak schedule revealed that he spends more than sixty percent of his uh, quote unquote work time in executive time. We'd go over to my granny's house, and it was just like this sad little shack, and she had this old-ass heater on that was so hot, you had to put down a tray of water on the floor so it didn't set the carpet on fire. <laughs> um, and she'd always have, like, the wheel and Jeopardy on, and we'd go sit. And it was the saddest, most boring fucking thing. And that's what I imagine, like, the Trump White House is like, because I would hate to sit down and watch Fox News and fucking Sean Hannity every night. That sounds awful. Uh, he also calls Hannity, or he used to anyway, he calls Hannity on the phone, and uh, they have chats, like, after Hannity show. But, yeah, I mean, it sounds... I mean, because we know that he has very few people working there anymore, right? Like, they work with the skeleton crew because he can't hire new people. No one wants to work there, and he can only seem to get con artists to work, and most of the con well, artists have caught on to the fact that he's about to get caught with for everything, right? If our Whitaker's podcast, the most recent shyster that uh, joined his uh, group, and he had to get pulled in for questioning today. Oh, I saw that. He tried to get smart, and they smacked him down. Yep. Um, I I will say that if our podcast ever catches on, I'll go work in the Trump White House. Yeah, we, we've said that before. We'd love to work in that White House. It would be fantastic. I would walk around the halls like a ghost and just like I don't know. Uh, I'm not sure what I would do. Oh, I know exactly what I would do. I would dress like Lincoln in every press conference. I would find the room that he hid all of Obama's paintings in, and I would start putting them back on the wall. Because you know he took down like all the other president's pictures, and he just has like pictures of Kim Jong Un and stuff up. Yeah. And, and you know dictators that like him, and I would start uh, taking those down and replacing them with Obama. Whenever he asks, "Okay, who did this?" I would start blaming it on uh, other people to turn him suspicious against like Kelly. Oh, and just Conway. make him go crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I'd, I'd guess like the orange bastard. I would dress like Lincoln. Um, and but then act like it was totally normal. So like every every like press conference, just I'd always have a Lincoln outfit on with the top hat and the beard, and then someone would be like, "Why are you dressed like Lincoln?" I'd be like, "What are you talking about? I've always dressed like this. <laughs> I've yeah. always I've always been here." <laughs> and uh, if Hucka Sanders ever doesn't want to do a press conference, I would go out there. Uh, I would steal your idea and dress as Lincoln, and they'd be like, "Sir, why are you dressed like Lincoln?" And I'd be like, "Well, you know what?" I, th I find that to be a very rude question for you to ask me. And have you considered Hillary's emails lately? Because Hillary had a lot of missing emails, okay? Pumps? Hillary had four score and seven missing emails. Ago. Our forefathers <laughs> came to this land, and not one of them was Hillary Clinton. Haven't you ever found that to be suspicious? I have. You know what we need to talk about? Cheese. There's a lot of it out there, folks. Half the people I'm surrounded with look like cheese. Oh, right. lumpy Hannity. It would either we could... piss off or amuse the reporters, but there'd be a lot of buzz about it, and Trump would love that. Everyone's talking about you. It's amazing. Yeah, I would pull heat from the president by being like, have you seen his new fucking his press conference guy? He just dresses like Lincoln and talks nonsense. Oh, 
this sounds like a dream job suddenly. But fortunately, Trump will be hopefully indicted and arrested soon. That'd be wonderful. Well, if oh, anybody, sp- if anybody could get this podcast into the ears of the president, we'd sure appreciate it. Hey, and uh, a- the notorious AOC as well, because uh, we still want to be her unofficial podcast, officially well, unofficial. That's true. I think we've probably burned that bridge, but we love her anyway. Hey. So, um, my that's cute news for the week. Oh no! What happened now? Very quickly, U.S. farmers in the uh, Midwest are filing bankruptcies at a, uh, a Trump-like rate. Mm. We will, uh, as Brecca worded it, uh, when compared to 2008, the recession, uh, farmers nowadays are actually going bankrupt 50 to 100 percent more often. Yeah, um, because you know the thing we forget about farming is it's uh, it's very difficult, and farmers are always living on the edge. And so and, they have to, yeah, you gotta take out loans before you get paid because you're waiting for the crop to come in. Oh, so like, the, the loans to farmers, they're increasing at their highest level in recorded history right now. Yeah, when those loans don't come in, you're bankrupt. Like, yeah. when you grow, when your soybeans don't go to China like you thought they would, you're fucked. Yep. Let's see, is there anything else? Uh, oh, um, remember in the Bush era when a bunch of banks made a bunch of mortgages and loans and yada, 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 toxic asset bundles, and they blew up the entire economy in one giant housing market bubble, right? Right. And Obama was like, well, you know what? We uh, need to uh, make sure that doesn't happen again. And he put a bunch of you know regulations in place to make sure that never happens again. Yeah. Trump's removed them all. Cool. Uh, the way they say build that wall, I'm going to be like, burst that bubble. Burst <laughs> that bubble. <laughs> yeah. uh, you, also, you also, you almost had me singing like, well, life on the farm is kind of laid back. There ain't much in all country, but you can't hack. Early to rise, losing all my stuff. Thank God I'm going bankrupt.